السلام علیکم و رحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ Uh, just a request, I think I have three more volunteers who are here to help me out. If they could come for, at the front, and I have tags for them, they can grab their tag and put it to their, their abaya, the shirt. Um, okay. رَبِّ شْرَحْ لِي صَدْرِي وَيَسِّرْ لِي أَمْرِي وَحْلُ الْأُقْدَةً مِّن لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي So the reason I'm starting with this dua is, it's a common dua, we all use it on a daily basis, whether we're starting a talk presentation, we're just sitting down and talking to somebody. Um, but the beauty about this dua is, this is a dua of Musa alayhi salam. And he was going to Fir'aun and he made this dua. And a part of this dua talks about, Oh Allah, untie the knot of my tongue. Which in one of the interpretations is he's talking about the stutter that he had. So he wanted Allah to make his speech smoother so he can talk to Fir'aun. So keep that in mind once we go through the talk. Um, so let me introduce myself. My name is Munaza. I'm from group Zainab, and I have the whole group Zainab here and a couple of other people as well. Um, I, I'm, tr- I'm being trained to be a communicative disorder assistant. So which means uh, we do therapy for people who have communication disorders or hearing loss. So we try to give them hearing aids, we try to fit hearing aids, and the whole goal is we try to make the residual hearing that it is available to them from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that they can listen. And also, once they have the ability to listen, they can use it in speech. So while I was doing my research, I came on a very beautiful ayah that I want to share with everybody, so I'll do it. A'udhu billahi minash shaitan rajeem, bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Wallahu akhrajakum min butuni ummahatikum la ta'alamuna shay'a. لا تعلمون شيئا وجعل لكم السمع والأبصار والأفئدة والأفئدة لعلكم تشكرون And Allah has extracted you from the wombs of your mothers not knowing a thing and He made for you hearing and vision and intellect so that perhaps you would be grateful. This ayah brings a very beautiful thing into perspective that Allah gave us these three blessings, that is hearing, vision, intellect. And He's told us that I'm giving you these three so that perhaps you could be grateful. So He gave us the source, but He also told us the goal. So my today, my focus is, so let's focus on hearing. Uh, in the whole North America right now, we're having speech and hearing month, which means everybody's campaigning about awareness of the blessing of speech and hearing, and also about the disorders that come with it, and how people acquire these disorders, and what can you do to come out of it, and what clinicians you could seek. So as a Muslim, I started reflecting on what can we do, and what can we, how can we relate this to us as Muslims. And I made a huge realization that speech and hearing is not related to one month. It's a part of a believer's everyday conscious, it's probably the part of every second. Because every second we're saying something or hearing something. There's no other way out of it. Um, so at first I wanted to share you uh, a demo of how sound passes through the ear. For the science students, I already apologize. It's definitely not exactly how sound goes through it. But it's like a layman's person version of keeping all the jargon out of how sound would travel through the ear. And then we'll have a little reflection on it. 
so I can have all the people here. Oh, they're already arranged. All the, come on. Just be in a straight line. I can have the brain here. Brain could be the last. Come, 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 come. So uh, since the parts of the year don't know where do they go, I'm going to help them arrange. <laughs> so after the outer ear, I'll need the middle ear, which is the middle ear, uh, middle ear bones. And I'm doing it with people who probably don't know about it so that you all remember it as well. So we have the outer ear, the middle ear. The middle ear muscles stay behind the middle ear because they're going to help us control the bones. Oh, we missed the eardrum. Sorry. Yes, right behind. Eardrum, now the middle ear, the cochlea, the auditory nerve, the nerve that's going to take the message to the brain. And now we're going to do a little bit of wiggles. Okay. So outer ear, the function of the outer ear is that it's just funneling the sound to the middle ear. So here's our funnel. So you're the eardrum, you're doing the wiggle, and you're the bones. You have a different motion. What's your motion? You're passing out the cochlea. You're passing your message to the cochlea. Here's the beautiful pristine cochlea that we both have. Here are the hair cells for the cochlea. They're passing on to the auditory nerve. Keep doing your wiggles, yo. The sound is still going. <laughs> it's not stopping. So the nerve is producing electricity. It's going to the brain. It's going to the brain. Electrocutor. <laughs> okay. And the brain is the nice a nice person who's taking all the messages in and trying to think what is happening to me. Okay, so you keep doing your motions. Nobody is stopping. You're funneling in the sound. And here are the middle ear muscles. They're standing right behind the middle ear bones. And they're trying to control so that the sound is not too loud. So they're pulling on them. Okay, that looks nice. Okay. So the whole point of this demo is I want to show that I want to bring attention to different parts of the brain and talk about how important it is if there's a problem in one part, how do the other parts get affected? And Sister Thamia was talking about hearing, but on a higher level. That when you hear something, but you don't pay attention to, or you refuse to accept it. But I want to start from the very basics. What if you can't hear? What, you have a, what if you have a conductive loss at this point? There, your ear is blocked. It's full of wax. Kids have that problem. They have infection. There's a chalk in there. You had a brain injury or you had um, like an accident and this part got messed up. The next one is, it was so loud because they were listening to rock concerts every single day that the muscle stopped, gave up on it. And there's no muscle behind it. The sound is going through the eardrum is getting damaged. The eardrum got damaged, the bones are damaged, and here's the cochlea, the cells. Do the wiggle, yo. Okay, okay so it, I, I want to make sure everybody remembers it. We have only two cochlea, and the hair cells never grow back. So that means if you listen to loud mo music once, those cells are gone. And you will realize by your age 30 and 40, cells are not coming back. So it's very important to take care of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. Here's the nerve. She's electrocuting the brain. If there's a blockage here or there's a cut here, 
The higher brain cannot understand if you are listening. And there are different levels of listening. So first you hear the sound. Then you identify it, discriminate it, and eventually comprehend the message. So all these problems could happen. I'll give you a very small example. If you have uh, 20, 30 years ago, we didn't have that, but now we do. Um, cochlear implants are in. Doctors can do it now. They can install it on your head. It could cost from $45,000 to more than $100,000. That's much amount of people, like that's how much a creation charges to get one cochlea. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us for free. So today my whole intention to come here and talk to you guys was to remind myself and everybody else here was to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for these blessings. The ayah that I already quoted was to Allah gave these blessings so that we can be, we can be thankful. So as a group, I want to give everybody a couple of minutes to brainstorm ideas of how can we use speech and hearing. And the reason I didn't mention a lot of speech was because I'm expecting, the only reason you can talk is you learn to listen. And then you learn to talk. So just brainstorm a couple of ideas. I can come around and share it with the mics. How can you use these blessings to be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Any takers? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Oh, we can use our ears just to listen what is uh, what is appropriate, what pleases Allah only. Anybody else? Assalamu alaikum. Um, you can listen to recitations of the Quran, and then using that, you can learn how to recite properly using your speech. Can I please add something here? That was a very neat point because speech comes after hearing. Right? So only when you listen will you be able to recite well. That's a very good way of using these beautiful things that Allah has created within our ears so that we can recite better. Anyone else? Seriously, there are only two ways to thank Allah. There's a third one. You shouldn't put yourself in positions where your hearing can be damaged because at the end of the day, our bodies are in a manna from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's a very nice quote that I heard a couple of days ago that if your cochleas could talk, they would say, protect me. You won't get a spare part. Trust me. Don't listen to, even if you're listening to Quran, if you're, even if you're listening to headphones, anything of any lectures, please don't take your volume more than 60%. So 100% is like the max volume. Don't go beyond 60%. Um, I want to end the conversation just um, as a reminder to myself and everybody else as well. Uh, we covered a dua in the start, Rabbi Shali Sadri, which talks about the start of the speech. And there's another dua that we'll learn in the morning, Afkar later, that was, Allahumma aafini fi badani, Allahumma aafini fi samri, Allahumma aafini fi basari, la ilaha illand. So we want to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us well-being of our bodies, of our vision, and of our hearing. And if we're being, our intention is to be grateful to Allah, we're doing the right things, and we're asking Allah for help, inshallah He will listen. Jazakumullah khairan. Please make dua for all of them. Thank you. Can, can you girls please stay here? Okay. I was thinking 
This is just physical hearing, right? So the sound comes from here, it goes through, 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 all the way to the brain. And the brain, you know, it processes it. What about the truth that we hear? Sometimes what happens? We hear it, but then pride comes in, or arrogance comes in, or, you know, jealousy comes in, a bias, and because of which we do selective hearing. Someone told us something, they said something nice, and they also said a word or two which could have annoyed us. We forget about everything good that they've mentioned, but we just focus on what? On those two or three things that annoyed us. Why? Because there are barriers, right? And those barriers are self-made. What are they? The diseases of the heart that corrupt our soul, that corrupt our thinking. And because of, which you, because of which we are prevented from guidance, even though the truth may be right before us. Jazakumullah khairan. Go ahead. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm hiding myself because it's very emotional for me to talk in front of the glass right now. I want to share about hearing. Because when you have, you don't know what you have. And until you lose it. As a child, I did not hear. I just lip read. I had to look at people's face to be able to hear. And for many years, I went to doctors and everything, but they couldn't do anything. So when I came to Canada, I got hearing aid, and I got something through my chest here in the front where voice vibrates. I could hear the voice vibrate to my chest. And then after years, I went to see a doctor. He said, if I do a surgery for you, you won't be able to smile again. And I used to like to laugh a lot. And I said, no, I'm still young. I will wait. Alhamdulillah, one day I got a doctor who said, we can try. And I said, what is the percentage for me to hear? He said, maybe 30% out of 100. I said, then I'll do it. Because you didn't tell me it is 90 or 100. I can go ahead and do the surgery. So there was two options for the surgery. And the one was supposed to be done on my head or one behind my ear. So I chose the one behind my ear because I thought that if he does the surgery where my head is and my mom here is, she thinks that I had brain damage or something. So I went ahead and did the surgery behind my ears. And you cannot believe it's so difficult because for two months your body is not straight. You're imbalanced completely. I had my hearing aid, um, my ear, I had my um, eardrum uh, replaced. I had no eardrums at all. When I drink water, sometimes it will come, when something goes to my ear, it will come through my mouth. It was completely opened. So alhamdulillah, it was fixed. I remember the first day after the long surgery, almost four and a half hours, and when I came to my sense, the first thing that I had was the pen, the movement of a pen, the sound of a pen. And I told the doctor, has the pen have a sound? He said, what can you hear? I said, I can hear the pen writing. I hear the sound of the pen. He said, I don't hear that sound that you hear. And then it was too loud. When I came home, I couldn't take it. I was living on 16th floor. I could hear the person who was on the ground floor. It was so loud that I had to go back after some few weeks to fix something else. I am telling you this because a human being cannot do the perfect work of Allah. He cannot make the ear the way Allah had made it. 
And sometimes in classroom, when people are talking around, I hear double voices. I cannot do multitask sometimes I to hear and to write. Sometimes I have to pause. I just want you to know what you have and make use of it. That's all. If you are grateful, I will increase the blessing for you. And if a person is ungrateful, then the blessings may even be taken away from him. So while we have the time, while we have these blessings, while Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows us guidance, offers us guidance, it's necessary that we become receptive to it. It's necessary that we take it. We accept it happily, open-heartedly. Because you don't know how long we have. Subhanakallah wa bihamdik, nashadu wa la ilaha illa anta, nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.